Hello, everyone, and welcome to the All Bound Awesomeness podcast brought to you by Impressive Solutions. I am your host, Julie Ewald, and I am here today with the brilliant Max Trailer. Hey, Max. Hi, and thank you for the kind words. Thank you for being here. So Max works with agencies to help agencies productize their consulting services for greater impact and less effort. And he also has a really great book out, uh, The Agency Survival Guide. And Max also has his own podcast, uh, Beers with Max. So welcome. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So speaking of Beers with Max, I'm assuming you have a beer at the ready. I, well, I do. I'm going slightly off brand. Uh, this is a high noon. Uh, I'm a golfer, so the golf world has sort of been taken over uh, by these delicious uh, little vodka soda shooters. Awesome. So beer-ish with Max this afternoon. Uh, correct. Perfect. So I, I gave you a quick intro, but I'm going to turn this over to you to tell the listeners what it is you do. Give us the skinny. Well, um, when I was five years old, I would go into my father's office and he would say, uh, or I would ask him, where do you make the money? And he, he realized that I, I thought he was printing money uh, out of his printer. And uh, so the lesson was, put your personal life first and build a business around your personal life. He was working from home before working from home was a thing. And um, I always, I always was really into marketing. I was a creative person. So I started running an agency when I was just out of college, about 23 years old. And I very quickly realized that the professional services industry is quite hard uh, to lead a fulfilling personal life. For me, that means golf and like I have kids. So like do all those things and also run a professional service business, uh, which doesn't have the same profit margins as like uh, software companies. Um, but I was uh, blessed to have uh, stepped on a few things that changed my life. One was uh, starting to offer strategy. And that was a complete shift of what I was able to charge. You know, we, we were going from writing blogs and building websites, tangible, um, commoditized things in a lot of ways. There's thousands of agencies popping up that, uh, that were doing these things. But strategy, I could charge whatever I wanted. And so that was a life changer. Um, and then the second thing that happened is other agencies, our seemingly competitors, uh, started to see value in licensing our strategic process from us and using it in their own business. And, and I started to make money uh, from other people doing the work, licensing money, uh, mailbox money. And so it, it opened up this whole world of opportunity for me that, you know, there are agencies out there that are incredibly focused, incredibly knowledgeable. They have systems, they have uh, templates, and uh, I can help them package those things up into really cool revenue streams that I accidentally stumbled into when I was 23 years old. And so, uh, so that's what I've been doing for eight years is, is uh, helping agencies Sure, make a little bit more money, but honestly, the, the more fulfilling part is do it in a way that strengthens their client relationships and um, gives them a little bit more free time. 
That is really awesome. And I may or may not be taking some notes as we, as we talk, some, uh, some pointers for Team Impressa. So overall, you know, the folks that you work with, how would you say they benefit from productized services over more traditional service offerings? Well, it's a matter of uh, simplicity versus complexity. Like that word productize is such a big word for what the meaning is you just do the same thing every time. Um, Nike knows what it costs and how long it takes to make a shoe. And so we have to treat our services the same way we would treat a product. Uh, and far too much, far, far too many organizations uh, hide behind the idea that it has to be customized or it depends on what the client wants. Yeah, if you want a complex life, low profit margins and a really poor differentiated value proposition, sure, ask what the client wants. We got to figure out what we do best and then go find the people that are willing to pay for that. That means similar process every time. That means templated deliverables. That means training for our people so that we can uh, we can um, count on how long it takes and the hours and the skill sets that are required. It's going to require saying no, um, but you're saying yes to some other cooler things. Yeah, it's very hard for agencies. I can speak from firsthand experience to say no, but sometimes you have to. So in terms of, oh, go ahead. I was going to say it's even harder because we're creatives. It is. We like doing creative things. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, we have a pretty solid creative team and sometimes it's having to rein them in, pull them back and really stick to, you know, what we've put on the table. So in terms of marketing, and again, productized services is a big, is a mouthful. Um, was there anything different for agencies marketing productized services versus, you know, kind of the more traditional free for all? Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's, I mean, I think, I think this is answering your question. Um, it's a completely different paradigm. And so it, it really, the question, like if you look at a, a consultancy, see, these are my dogs. They just, I don't know what doctor, stop it. Doc, Dr. Marvin, ladies and gentlemen, clinical psychologist and golden retriever. Um, where were we? The question was on, uh, Marketing productized services. Yeah, productized services. Discussion. So you see this in how consultancies, which sell strategy, sell their stuff, and and marketing agencies, uh, clients buy things from marketing agencies because they have a budget, and and somebody says, "Hey, we need people to work on our website, or we need marketing content, or we need somebody to manage our ads." So marketing services are bought. And, and so you have a, a very competitive landscape of freelancers, of agencies, of people, but people are out there buying things. Not, not many times do, do people say, uh, hey, I'm, I want to go buy strategy. Um, so when you have one specific thing, when you commit to one thing, uh, the name of the game is how do I... Um, go and have conversations with my ideal clients. How do I keep tabs on them? Uh, how do I continue this conversation with my ideal clients and then map my offering to uh, what they do? 
And so you'll see marketing agencies that are bidding on common products. They'll have a menu of services because they're casting a wide net and they hope somebody needs one of those things of their list of 20 things. And um, there you are to bid the lowest price and win the deal. And if you've got a system, something that has been uh, uniquely positioned in the marketplace, it's also unlikely that someone is looking for it. So you have to get intentional about uh, identifying your ideal customers, maintaining a list of those ideal customers, reaching out to those ideal customers, speaking to them, providing value via workshops and things. Um, and when an opportunity comes up, say, hey, we've got this super special thing you've never heard of. We think it's perfect for you. Let's talk. So it sounds like overall in terms of the sales process, this is also really just, it's, it's a much more beneficial place to be in because you're able to, there's not that no man's land. I'm assuming this accelerates the sales process a little bit. Uh, it does because you only sell one thing. <laughs> so there's either, there, it, you get to yes or no very quickly. <laughs> um, or you should. Uh, and if you don't, then you need some sort of introductory offer that is the first step of the process and you can break that off so that it, it can uh, accelerate sales, usually like a leadership alignment workshop or something like that. But um, what it really allows you to do is uh, charge a premium. Because the downside of having a menu of services that people are buying, they also have some competitive expectation of what they are to pay. They know what expensive is, they know what cheap is, but they don't, but you can't charge something way, way above expensive because they can go with a competitor that's offering the same thing. So if you're truly selling something and you're listening to a client and you, and you can help them determine what's most important and you have a unique solution that is aligned to what's most important, that is truly value-based pricing. But people think, oh, I'm going to do value-based price. There's a, there's a second piece of the value-based pricing equation, and that is replaceability. Just because something is valuable doesn't mean it's worth whatever you say it's worth. If I can get the same thing or if I can perceive that I can get the same thing from somebody cheaper. This is all such really valuable information that I think a lot of agency owners really need to hear, and even folks in other types of consulting, being able to streamline things and have, I guess, an opinionated way that you provide your services uh, really allows you to bring something to the table that gives so much more value, um, you know, an actual value add. So. Did you know that I'm an author? That's right, I have a new book out, The Inbound Marketing Machine, Unlock the Secrets to B2B Marketing Strategies That Convert. While marketing teams struggle to agree on what strategy actually looks like, this book gives you a holistic framework for content creation and distribution that converts more contacts, nurtures more leads, and benefits the bottom line. Get your copy exclusively on Amazon, and if you have Kindle Unlimited, you can read it for free today. No, this is great. How would you recommend for agencies like Team Impress or anyone else if they wanted to make this shift to, to productized offerings? What are some tips you have or maybe how to get started? Yeah. Well, it's all going to sound uh, very logical. The reason most agencies do it 
is uh, psychological. <laughs> it is a mental thing. And so um, the answer is actually a, a mind trick, really. The first thing to do is have a third party interview all of your customers and ask them what are the most valuable and least valuable things that you do for them. Your best clients will say things like strategic direction. I can call them when uh, I don't know who to spend money with or, or blah, blah, blah. Um, and then you have a chance at getting your entire organization to rally around this idea that maybe we should do that. Maybe we should charge for that intangible thing that we currently don't have a line item for. They're currently just getting it for free as part of our commoditized uh, tweeting package. It, I sound condescending. I'm not actually condescending. I'm just highly opinionated. Uh, but that that's the thing. Like you're doing, you offer a spectrum of services that live uh, somewhere in between tactical and strategic. And if you want to charge a premium, you have to start positioning yourself and doing more of the things on on the strategic end uh, of that spectrum. And so. One is interviewing your customers, and two is taking every single one of your services and splitting it. The tweeting package that I'm so condescending of. Uh, social media strategy would be the strategic equivalent of that you know, tweeting service. And then you've got, a, you've got sort of a hierarchy of how strategic is strategy. Social media strategy is lower than marketing strategy, which is lower than go-to-market strategy, which is lower than... Um, I don't know, business, <laughs> what is our business strategy? Um, but the mindset of the organization should be like, how do we, how do we get in deeper with our clients? Um, unless you're just trying to make a factory of uh, tweets. This is all really helpful. Again, taking some notes here. Uh, so let's make a hard shift really quick. Uh, so we're going to talk a bit about your podcast. So one of the things, you know, our agency and a lot of other B2B organizations are looking at different ways for getting themselves out there, establishing their brand, generating leads, all of that kind of good stuff. And podcasting is something that we've been recommending and decided to, you know, start walking the walk and literally talking the talk. Um, so for folks like us who are getting started podcasting or looking at how to to get there, it usually starts with the idea. You know, for us, we, we're we're passionate about inbound marketing and outbound marketing and sales efforts. So, allbound awesomeness made sense. But for you, how did you come up with your concept and your format for the podcast? Well. I think I think it would benefit everyone to think more broadly about this concept because podcast is just the new blog, which was just the new uh, newspaper. I don't know, radio, whatever. Um, we're all just contributing helpful stuff to the to the ether, uh, and hoping somebody sees it and says, "Wow, Julie's pretty awesome." You know, so. Um, the first question that I had in, in running my own business was what, how am I going to create content in a way that um, also gets me conversations with my ideal buyers? 
because at the end, I sort of like to end, uh, begin with the end in mind. The end in mind is the conversations. <laughs> like, so I don't want to, I don't want to do interviews and then wait for uh, clients to show up. Wouldn't it be much better if I could interview my, uh, interview my ideal customers. But the initial idea is I needed access. And a very important question, maybe the most important question is how are you going to gain access to your ideal customers? Full stop, write that down, figure that out. For me, I, I said, uh, what's an email that I would answer no matter what? I'd put myself in my customer's shoes. I ran an agency. If I got an email as an agency owner that said, would you like to have a beer? I would open it no matter what. So that's the first achievement, access. And I didn't have to lie about anything or do anything, you know, say, hey, your mother's in the hospital. Uh, and that's step one, gaining access. Step two is having some conversations. So Beers with Max was a great format to get people talking about life, about business. Um, they generally open up after a, a beer or two. So it, you know, it's more of a fun conversation. And uh, if I was asking questions that were uh, insightful, they would often ask, you know, what do you do for people? How could you help someone like us? You obviously know about our situation. We've just done a podcast about it. Um, of course, the content benefits of that rack up after eight years. It, it, it's provided content for three books now. Um, I didn't think anybody would read them, but turns out you take a bunch of blog articles, put them in between two hardcovers, and you're a published author, and everyone thinks you're the man. So, uh, yeah, Cred credibility uh, because of a book is is a real thing. And the other thing you get is like you just get so many awesome relationships with people that are way more popular than you are <laughs> uh, and cooler in some cases. And so uh, it's like, it's, you have to learn if you're selling knowledge, every service provider is selling knowledge. Um, the value of what you're selling goes up the more you learn. And so uh, it's an incredible muscle to exercise speaking with people in your target market. It hits every area of business benefit from innovation to marketing to sales to the value that you provide to customers. I think it's essential, but it doesn't have to be a podcast. You could do research. You could write a book. You could do a podcast. You could, you could do a, I don't know, a, a blog, I guess, but just talk to the people. That is really insightful. And I think that's a, a really good way to, as you, as you said, to reframe everything. Um, it's really being able to tap in and build those connections in whichever way is going to make the most sense for the people you're trying to connect with. Um, so in terms of your other marketing efforts, what the heck else do you do? Like which ones? <laughs> what do you What do you mean? Yeah, just like, in Just in general, to uh, promote your services, how do you maybe does the podcast fit into that? Or yeah, well, I mean, I, as you've gathered, I'm I'm pretty opinionated, uh, and a lot of my opinions surround simplicity because I want to put my personal life first. So I feel the same about my marketing efforts as I do services. One thing. Beers with Max is not a podcast, it's a concept. The process is, you know, is um, I identify the people I want to work with, I interview them for every reason under the sun, 
those interviews uh, turn into one podcast, which turn into five snippets, which turn into LinkedIn posts that I ask them to co-promote, which turns into me taking over other people's LinkedIn networks, which turns into a book for me, which turns into uh, workshops on the things that I talk about. So I see it all as one thing. And, uh, you know, even, even in agencies that are you know, 20, 30 people, you don't have a team of people that are dedicated to marketing your own services. So do one thing really good first. Pick one network. It's probably going to be LinkedIn. Pick one concept. It's the podcast. And get the absolute most out of that podcast. Like every bit of meat off of that bone. I think that's a really important point because a lot of the folks, you know, a lot of other agencies and a lot of the folks we work with, they try to do the most. They want to do all of the things. There just isn't the budget, the bandwidth, the time, the energy, like none of it to do all of the stuff. So when you're able to put something out that you are able to, as you said, get all the meat off the bone, but look at all of the different ways you can repurpose it and reinvent it you're able to get so much more and you're able to get so much more value from the marketing efforts that you're doing by picking the one thing, doing it well, and then kind of dissecting it a little bit and spreading it out and seeing how you can repurpose. So that is pretty awesome that that's how you're looking at it. My only caveat is go ahead and try new things. But if you fully dedicate yourself and make the make one thing work first, you will take that mindset into all the other things that you do. You won't just try things. <laughs> You're going to say, okay, we're going to do this other thing. And now we know how much effort and how many you know pieces we need to apply to that one thing. So you're the way you consider and activate different things uh, is far more mature if you really give if you really take one thing to fruition. I love that. So, you know, what is your advice? So, you know, again, Beers with Max, not a podcast, but a concept. For folks who are thinking about this is the way we want to start out, I want to use this as the center, similar to how you do, want to see what we can spin out from it, get the most value from it. How to get started? What's something that you would like and you would do without getting paid for it? Uh, beers with Max, it, it, because it is Beers with Max and not Max's uh, super fun marketing podcast, I I love doing it. I, I love just having a beer uh, with people and uh, talking about life. And as an added bonus, I get to I get to learn about you know their business. So. I, I don't, you really have to mix your personal passion into your business if you're going to do something sustainable. And I do not agree that you can separate your personal life and your business. Um, I thought that before the pandemic, now it's even more apparent. You have to bring things in that you're personally passionate about into the business. And we can't sit here and say that I'm personally passionate about marketing. If you were independently wealthy, you would not be doing marketing stuff. <laughs> you'd be surfing, I'd be playing golf, you know? Uh, so pick something that you really are going to be passionate about. And the added benefit of that is that you will um, personally connect with the people that are uh, that are involved with that. It's not all about business. We can talk about business, but I'm also going to learn about you. I'm going to learn about, you know, what, uh, what beer you like or what golf clubs you hit. Um, 
So you got to make it fun. You got to, you got to make it, you got to make it personal and uh, do it because do it because of that personal element. That's really good advice. And, you know, it made me, made me think a little bit. I'm like, what is the dollar point where I stop caring about marketing? We'll see. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, I've exhausted all of my prepared questions. What maybe would you want to leave us with? Did I miss anything? Any parting words? Thousands of people are getting laid off. My father always said, I can sell anything to anyone as long as there's an impending event. It's terrible to think about. Uh, and, and there's a lot of ways to think about it positively, but how are you uh, going to be in the right spot at the right time during something as significant as these layoffs or as something as significant as, you know, the pandemic, uh, because people need to be helped there. There's all these vacant roles. They're not going to shiver up and die. Maybe they will if you're not around. So, um, we got to be able to, to have those, uh, conversations and react. So do something because <laughs> most people won't. <laughs> oh. No, very true. So that's a, that's a pretty powerful last final bit to end on. So Max, thank you so, so much. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on All Bound Awesomeness. And let's see, tune in to Beers with Max. It's definitely worth your time. Uh, it's always enjoyable and and educational as well learn some good stuff and pick up the agency survival guide it is a stellar read Um, you may have to do some highlighting and things like that Uh, get all the good stuff out of it it's only it's only a two beer read it's not too painful (laughs) well it depends how quickly you drink i mean i live in wisconsin so ah well on average nationwide average two beer read Perfect. All right, Max. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. So everyone, uh, we will see you next week on All Bound Awesomeness. Thanks so much for tuning in.